Welcome to 2022, baby. Happy New Year for those of you celebrating on the Gregorian calendar. And happy still winter and shadow work season for the rest of us. Till spring equinox. So today I'm going to talk about where all the good men are at. Because let me tell you something, sis. They all around me. (laughs) Okay, so I'm very big on biology. And a lot of what I say is politically incorrect. But separate to that, when I'm talking about all this stuff, it's not about anything that's very woo. It's just biology. Men are the hunters, providers, protectors. Us women, we thrive off community, intimacy. We are the gatherers. So the masculine armor that women wear They're wearing this because they're not living their truth of being a gatherer, connecting with women, being looked after. So they go into this hyper-masculine. And the reason it's an armor, it's because it's not their truth. It's this armor that they are wearing, whether it's protecting their heart from being hurt, running around in their masculine, hustling with work all the time, or just basically being in this primal man mode when... They're just hunting, which they shouldn't be, okay? Not to say, not to say you can't run your own business, but it's about learning to dance between the two and learning how it's actually affecting your relationships because it's affecting our physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional health. And if you understand a biology, and I'm not talking about let's have a science class. I fucking hated science growing up. But if you understand the male brain and body and the female brain and body and the systems, it all makes sense. And you get this permission to stop being a fucking man and letting men do what they do best. And when you live like that, the men in your life are going to be so happy and you'll be happy. And it's really just beautiful to see this change. You know, like I've seen it in my own life, like. I used to be such a bitch to men (laughs) and I was, God, I was so mind blown when I got into this stuff, you know, like I would think guys are just trying to get in my pants and (sighs) competition and just all this stuff. But now I have the most fulfilling relationship with men. And the other night I was actually talking to one of my guy friends who's going into this like finance job and we were talking about a situation of how she's, um, <laughs> so <laughs> we were talking about like her text messages and like what she's trying to say and whatever. And it's just, it's, our relationship is so beautiful and it really allows us to be fulfilled. Like I'm fulfilled by his masculine and he's fulfilled by my feminine. So even for example, if he needed a dose of feminine energy, without me being in a relationship with him, we can go out for dinner, we can have dinner, whatever. And it's because I allow myself to be in my feminine and I allow him to be in his masculine and vice versa. So we get that nourishment, even as friends. And a lot of men and women think that you can only get this by being in a relationship. And, you know, sometimes you're just not in the right headspace, time in your life, to actually nourish and put time into a relationship, which is so fine. 
but you still need that nourishment. And people think that just comes from like one night stands or you can't get that from a relationship or whatever it is. But I get that so much being looked after by men and I nurture them and I look after them the way, you know, the feminine looks after the masculine. Bottom line, when you understand the female brain and you understand the male brain, you get a lot of freedom in your life and a lot more grace and you won't be emasculating men as much. You give them the benefit of the doubt. You trust them more. You understand they're committed beings. They're not trying to be assholes. They're not trying to do wrong by you. They're not trying to hurt you. And when I understood men in this way, my mind was blown because I was like, they're not trying to be mean. They're not fuckheads. They're trying to look after me the best that they can. And I'm seeing it as like, they're not giving me enough time. And that's not what the situation is. So I would emasculate them for not being emotional enough or not doing enough, right? But really, they're trying to just juggle everything and still look out for me. Ladies, if you're not already in my program, Let Men Be Men, what are you waiting for? Because this program is life-changing. I love it so much. There's nothing like this on the market. It's everything relating, communicating, being in relationships with men, romantic or platonic. And it's just everything and then some. And if you're a mom and you have sons, this will change the game for you relating to them as well. There's a bunch of modules in there now and it's so jam-packed with honestly just the juiciest, most ugh, like information when it comes to men and their brains. So if you've been thinking about it, if you love learning about men and you're just needing some support that's not so stressful and you don't want to be insecure in your relationship with men anymore, I highly recommend purchasing Let Men Be Men. As a former emasculator who now has male clients that I work through this stuff with, educating women as well, ladies, I just want to say that the amount of variables that men have on their minds, like when they're trying to be protectors but a woman's not letting them be a protector or a leader, it's fucking hard. So I want to break down exactly what emasculation is and what the impact is because I want to draw out all the women that are listening and actually show up in these dynamics. And I don't want you to put it on the man. Take the accountability and responsibility. Like we ourselves have the ability and power to create anything we want. We can create whatever we want. So... Emasculation is, imagine a turtle and someone makes the turtle want to go into the shell and retreat and hide and not be the man that they want to be. It's shaming someone and putting someone down, just stripping them of their core. It's just ruining someone. Like you can emasculate yourself. Women emasculate other women Women emasculate themselves. Men can emasculate themselves. Men can emasculate other men. It's just stripping you of your masculinity. That part of you that wants to show up, lead, discernment, have direction. So we all have masculine within us. And the impact of emasculation 
you know, from women being in their hyper-masculine is that women end up really unhappy. What really drives me up, up, up the wall is that everyone's trying to be fucking politically correct. And I'm so over it. That's so 2021. As a result of all this political correctness, women are more unhappy. They're like, no, I want to be a go-getter. I want to be a hustler. No, bitch, you don't. (laughs) I used to say that to myself. Same exact thing. I used to think that's just how I was. I was just masculine. I mean, I'm a double fire science, Aries Sag. So that's a part of me. But I was living out a daddy wound, seeking validation. And this is where inner child work comes into play too. But when women go around saying all this, right? I'm like, no, bitch, you know, you're not happy. I thought I was happy back then too, you know? But once you really have happiness being in your feminine, you're like, I'm never going back. So physically for women, being in our hyper-masculine is... The hormonal dysregulation, burnout, infertility, constant exhaustion, hair loss, skin issues, whatever. The constant health issues that your Western medicine doctors aren't able to help, this is why. The other half is women's relationships falling apart, we're all the good men, men are such dicks. Oh God, just being like irritated with your partner. Why can't I trust men? That's not giving men the benefit of the doubt. And the constant argument I hear is, where are all the good men? You've squashed them all. You're complaining about where are all the good men? And they're not around you because they don't want to be around you. Because you emasculate them. Where are all the good men? Bitch, I got them. There's plenty. I got them all around me. Because I let them do whatever they do do their thing you know there's a lot of women who say oh he doesn't want to come pick me up he doesn't want to pay the tab or he doesn't get me flowers I feel like I'm telling him and he's not really doing it because he wants to well the more you heal your feminine the more you're going to see and understand and feel and have that desire to be with a truly masculine man and The thing is, when I don't have an issue with any of that stuff, I used to, I absolutely used to, but once I started doing my inner feminine work and healing my masculine wounded template and all this stuff, I attracted very high quality men. And let me tell you something, you can meet a really fucking great guy at Trader Joe's or Sprouts, or Whole Foods. Like, don't think that you have to be part of some group, or you absolutely have to do online dating. There was actually a year that I went on 100 dates, and I still haven't done an episode on this. I feel like it's kind of outdated information, but I literally went on 100 dates in a year, and I didn't put all my eggs in one basket, and I really just studied men, And tried to understand them. And another thing to keep in mind, ladies, is if a man is touching you on the first date, he's not interested in you. Um, But my point being, bring it back to this, is that when I show a man like that I appreciate what he does, 
he absolutely knows he's in the lead and I want to be looked after. I'm not a doormat. I want to be looked after. And another side that I really find annoying right now is like in the spiritual community, there's this, I don't even know how to phrase it. It's this dynamic of women expecting men to understand them really well. And men are almost like, too feminine, too emotional, too communicative. Like it's just gross. It's just annoying. And it's this whole new thing with quote conscious relationships. And in my mind, it's like, is it conscious or is it this space where you're not in your humanness, right? Like you're in the pixies, you're on some other planet and you're not grounded. Like me and my mom were talking about this the other day, how Some people in the spiritual community are all love and light and I can't be friends with people like that. It's so draining and it's so annoying because they're not being human. It's just all this spiritual bypassing. They don't enjoy their humanness. And a lot of these quote conscious couples, they like something will happen and they'll take it as a a sign, you know, like a normal couple would work through a situation, but to them it's like, no, it's a sign. We're just not meant to be. And I'm like, are you not meant to be? Or are you just taking the easy way out because you're resistant and you're not wanting to heal certain things? Like, and they're like, oh, my heart chakra is resistant. Like, what the fuck? You know, like I've got that side to myself. You know, I'm a trauma healer and I do the chakra work and all that jazz, but it's there as a healing tool. It's not there as a bypassing tool. So another thing, you know, in the spiritual community is a lot of women have expectations of men. They don't know how to communicate with them. And it just doesn't fucking make sense. You know, like when, for example, in my boundary masterclass, and if you weren't part of it, I actually mentioned that in 2022, well, oh yeah, I'm recording this on Christmas Day, actually, but it's going to be published the first Monday of the new year. So I'm going to have a boundary masterclass on dating specifically, like how to communicate with men. Also, my program, Let Men Be Men, dives deeper into this. If you don't already have it, get in it. But, you know, there's a lot of things that women automatically assume a man should know and they don't know. Like, women to women, we know certain things. We know she's tired. She needs me to do this. Men don't know that. You actually have to tell a man like, I am tired. I need you to do X. And a lot of women are like, no, he should know that. I shouldn't have to tell him these things. And they have no compassion, no understanding. And then they get angry of like, well, men should just know that. But men don't get angry at women when they're being emotional, maybe they do sometimes, but they won't usually get mad when we're being emotional or overthinking something. They're just like, okay, it's a woman thing. Their brains do this. Men have compassion. Men and women are built different. And the more you learn how to communicate with men, the better it'll actually help your relationship. If you want to date a man, you need to learn how to communicate with him because it's polar opposite. So for example, if your man is burnt out, think about what you would want and what you would do, which is talk, have connection, intimacy, and do the polar opposite, which is 
space, not talking. Okay, whatever you would want, do the opposite for the man. And trust me, you will see a ripple effect. And also take into consideration and question, what were the dynamics of your parents growing up? Or your parents' dating life? Or, you know, with your parent and their significant other? Whatever it is, right? The situation. And a lot of women actually emasculate men very subconsciously. Like, you don't even realize you're doing it. And until you work with a coach and you're, like, fully open to get triggered and fucking consciously activate that within yourself to not do it, you're going to be repeating the cycles of your mother. Like, when I learned all this stuff, I noticed patterns in my own parents' lives. And I'm like, holy fuck he wants this, she needs this, and then they'll be happy. But it's like, I don't intervene in their relationship. Like, I was their therapist for fucking 25 years. And honestly, I resigned from that role. Like, not my responsibility. And when there's an energy exchange and people want that help and people are open to it, that's where change will be present. But my my point being... <laughs> The reason you might feel like you're mothering him is because you've created those dynamics and it can be so hard for women to hear and it can, you know, sometimes I feel like women might think that I'm blaming them for the issues. Ladies, I'm not blaming you because I am a woman too, right? I'm not saying men don't have any of their own issues to work on with women. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying woman to woman, if you want to create a healthy relationship with men and not just your man but your dad, your brother, your cousins, your colleagues, you need to learn how to fucking communicate with men. If you do this, trust me, you will get everything you want. Everything. So as an example, right? If you need something and you express to a man like that you need their help, not so much of like damsel in distress, but it's like, leading him into this place of like where he feels like he's helping right you know what I don't know who said this but they were telling me that a relationship is like a woman is the neck and a man is the head and you let the man think that he's making the decision but really you're like planting the seeds I don't know that just like came to my mind so I thought I'd share but think of something that you've wanted a man and kind of say it in a like loving way of like Kind of like a, oh, you know, I would really appreciate if I can get this in before this date. Oh, actually, perfect example. I don't remember what it was, but I ordered something and I'd called customer service and I told the guy that I needed it before Christmas. And he's like, oh, it's back ordered. There's no way. And I was like, look, I understand that it's back ordered, but I, I mean, if possible, I would really appreciate, you know, receiving it before then and it'll be expedited and I'm willing to like pay extra money if need be and he was like okay let me see what I can do and well he just like let it slide he's like don't tell anyone and we're good and I was like yes thank you so much I really appreciate you and that is an example of how I was like communicating in a way that pulls on his I need to help this woman muscle which they thrive on and I made his day because he felt like a hero to me because he solved my problem. Um, another example, let me think of another example. Um, so let's say, for example, 
a man cancels on you and a man cancels on you on a date, but then he reschedules at the same time. And his reason for canceling is because there's a death in his friendship group. Now, with a woman that emasculates a man would be like, fuck this dude. Why is he doing this to me? He's not prioritizing me. He clearly doesn't care. I'm so over it. And then, you know, instead, what she should have done is like processing it, right? Because that's her own triggers. And you have to have your back and like know that, okay, this isn't what it is. Like take it at face value, the end, right? Like you see his message of like, there's a death. I can't be there. I have to be there for my friend, whatever the situation is, right? But instead, women breathe it in as like making it all about themselves because a woman's need is connection, attention, which she should then go to a girlfriend of hers instead of like bickering about it, all that shit. She should just be like maybe expressing it to a girlfriend and then the girlfriend will be like, well, don't worry, like he's just busy with this and you know, we can hang out, right? Like, and if you, in that instance, responded to the man of like, okay, I hope everything is resolved, or not even that, like, um, okay, take care of things. I'm really looking forward to a fun date, period. He'll respond with like, you have no idea how much fun I want to have with you. And then you're fucking happy, right? And then your female brain is like, oh, he actually really likes me. Because you haven't just internalized something that's false. So the old me would like shred that person to shreds. Like, or play the game of like, big fuck you. Right? I wouldn't even show up for like the next date or anything. And I would probably make digs at him like the whole time. That is not cool. And making digs at people is like, one of the most common ways to emasculate men and women do it because with another woman it works like if you dig at another woman they will get up and apologize or they'll stop doing whatever they're doing but to men those digs don't work when you shame someone even when you shame a woman when you shame someone it's not a motivating factor for them to want to change Now, with women, our brains need connection for survival, right? When you shame a woman, often, not always, they'll be like, I need to fix this. Especially if they're a people pleaser, they'll be like, I got to fix it. I got to fix this because their brain thinks I'm going to die. Once they become self-aware and they notice that pattern, they'll be like, fuck this chick. I'm out. Right? So for... Woman to woman, little digs and shaming can often work, but women to men, it will not work. Now, men to women, it can work because, again, a woman relies on a man's protection, his providing for her, all that stuff, right? And that's how women actually get sucked into toxic relationships, and then they don't know why they're so addicted to it. And it's not because they're broken or anything. It's their primal brain. It's like, well, he protects and provides for me, so I'm going to stay with him. And often this is what happens. And then years down the track, they'll be like, fuck, well, why was I with him? Right? And they'll have all the shame. And it's like, you can't shame yourself because you didn't have any control over it. 
You were literally being run by this primal part of yourself. So remember that. So for those of you who have ever or currently feel like, I wish I fucking knew what was going through his brain, or why the fuck is he doing this, or you just get irritated by men's behaviors, whether it's romantic or platonic relationships, you seriously need to join Let Men Be Men. That's all I'm going to say. Join the program. And in the next two months, I'm going to be running a two-part series on dating and boundaries. And it's going to be all about just understanding men, specifically with dating, and you being the embodiment of the woman you want to be. Like if you feel like you get a little unsettled or on edge when you're dating and you start liking a guy, you must, 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 must do this masterclass series that I'm going to do. Um, it's going to change your fucking life. Like the stuff that I'm teaching in this masterclass changed the game for me, when, especially when it comes to dating and understanding men. So keep an eye out on that. And really what I want you to understand, ladies, is like men want to be everything for us. Every man in your life, he is trying to be everything for you. And in my program, Let Men Be Men, I also dive in deeper on like a survey I conducted and just conversations I have with men and how much gets misconstrued. And when I read the answers to these like surveys to the women, it gets women bawling. Like even with me, it made me cry because we think with our assholes and 99% of men They wish that they could actually say to us, you look beautiful today without us thinking, you know, that they want to get in our pants. They wish that we would ask for help more. They wish that they would, you know, let us have them pay for the drinks and look after us without us thinking that they're trying to get us in bed. They're really just trying to get us like just to be happy they want us to tell them like you made me happier you know like it doesn't like register in their brain of like that us women we do exist you know like that there are some of us out there who have that courtship kind of mindset and and one question I often ask men is like if you could be anything to a woman what would it be and it's their everything, their provider, their protector, their person they come to when they've had a rough day, the person they confide in, they want to be their hero, the savior, and the world's best dad, world's best husband, best friend. They want to be the man when shit's hitting the fan and crumbling. They are your go-to. And this is like from a range of men. This is from men that are in their 20s to their 60s. Men want to be everything to us. And and something I actually found very interesting, especially with younger men, um, like in their 20s, 30s, that are in the dating world, is that men say they wish that we would take them out on dates. Like, they love for us, for them to be able to take us out on dates, but then for them to be able to be surprised and, you know, fourth date, They're like, we would love for you to plan something or for you to pay because it makes us feel like you do like us and you do want to invest in this relationship. So that is something to note 
that most men love to provide for us, and it's not about money to them. They also like to be looked after. So when it comes to the providing piece, I also want to preface, it's not about money. They want to know that they're providing to you in ways other than money, especially when you're with a man that doesn't make as much money than you, which is actually pretty common because a lot of women make more money than men. And if that's the case, you want to make it clear that you feel safe around them when they walk on the outside of the footpath or that you love when they pay the bill. Like, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Even if it's just $10, don't say thanks because everyone fucking says thanks. Really, like, it goes way further. And when you say it, say it like you mean it. Say it like you mean it. If you say, thank you, Shayna, it's different than if you just, like, say, thank you. There's a different undertone. And even if he does something like give you a foot rub or make you dinner, tell him how, like, special it makes you feel, you know? Or when he rolls over and gives you a kiss, like, tell him how much you love him. Because those are ways that men are providing. And, you know, in the modern world, it's not just food and shelter for our family. Like... This is a whole new thing that we have to wrap our minds around because men, I mean, money, money, marriage used to be a business deal, right? It used to be just like having a roof over our heads, but now it's like, we want to spend the rest of our life with one person. And that's a new concept. Like we love them. That wasn't a concept before, you know? And a lot of times people don't know that. So keep that in mind, but fuck, what was I going to say? Um, like nowadays we want more in our relationships than we've ever wanted before. And men do too. Men do too. And this is something that I've noticed in the surveys of like, I don't just want a woman who's a wife that I can look after. I want someone who's an equal party to me. I want someone who's also going to support me, who's also going to support me. And just discovering that is just like, wow, you know, like, but they also want to lead, but they want to know that they can rely on us. So it's important for you to show that you can look after them uh, in like that nurturing aspect because men love to be looked after. So running them a bath, making them dinner, giving them a massage, you know, like how sexy, telling them how sexy they are, whatever it is putting on their favorite movie, making them breakfast in bed. Like, don't do it so much to the point of like, you're not getting enough, but that stuff is important to men too, you know? And it's actually like biology, but so many women are in the mindset of like marriage babies, marriage babies, marriage babies, because we're so wired to like marriage is safety. But because men didn't men don't really need it, you know, marriage to be protected and provided for. I'm noticing a lot more men are wanting a relationship where they're actually happy. Like they're the ones that are not settling, whereas women are settling. So that's because women, we have a lot more biology stuff going on in our head. And this is something I want you ladies to be aware of, you know, and if you can understand this, it's going to elevate the dynamic of your relationship severely because it's not just about being provided for and protected it's a lot more than that it's making sure that you as a woman 
are not just settling for the sake of having babies and getting married, but actually being open to something much deeper than that. And part of that, you know, the relationships, trauma bonds, all that stuff, is that very often, not always, the person that you end up being the best match for is the person you didn't think so when you first met them. Like they're not the person on paper or the image that you have in mind. Because very often the person that we're most physically attracted to straight away is actually the worst for our brains because we will change ourselves to make it work. It's like, oh, he's a good baby daddy. I'll do everything in my power to make sure he's got me and I've got him and he'll protect and provide for me. But in that process, you lose yourself versus a person that you have a slower built with and you feel super safe around and you're your best, most authentic self around, your brain won't stop you from having conversations or expressing your truth. And this is something you need to be aware of because your brain will totally stop you when you're super sexually attracted to someone because your brain's like, oh, he's a good protector, a good provider, baby daddy. The more you understand your brain, the more power you have over yourself. And I find it easier being in a relationship, understanding men, dating, understanding myself, because I'm not being controlled by my biology. I'm controlling my biology in a sense. One thing I want every woman who can hear my voice right now to know is that we all have trauma. All of us, even if you were brought up in a perfect family, your parents are still together, you went to a great school, there was food on the table every night, we all have trauma and we all need to deal with it. And when you do, you will land into your truest self and you will just find so much inner peace where you're no longer afraid of rejection or abandonment, or being alone forever, because you just don't take shit personally anymore. And you just feel so solid and sure of yourself. And it's just like, life is easy. And that is so attractive to people. People feel that and it's magnetic, and it's attractive, and it's sexy. And it feels really fucking good in your body. So on that note, I'll end this episode. But I want to remind you that My program, Let Men Be Men, is powerful. I love self-paced programs. It's amazing because you can just like binge watch it and you can just fucking put it into integration and then come back to it for newer upgrades. Literally, that's the medicine. That's how the healing happens. So worth it. So worth watching, like binge watching. Better than Netflix, in my opinion. But yeah, so keep an eye out on the Dating Boundary Queen Masterclass coming out later this month. And I'm super excited about that. Like learning how to communicate with the opposite sex as a woman, it elevates your life. Like we communicate so differently and we show up very differently. So this has been a game changer for me and I'm really excited to break it down and explain it for you to live your best fucking life too.